Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about why mindfulness helps with anxiety. You know, once people come to grips with the role of anxiety and the consequences of avoidance in anxiety, they often become more motivated to really give mindfulness a, a real good try, using it as one of the ways to heal their mind and body. It's like stopping and actually turning toward the anxiety versus trying to get away from it, which is what we do so many times for so long, years, decades even, with anxiety. We think we need to get away from it. And this is a huge recognition and a huge step that we take by turning and stopping toward the anxiety. And using mindfulness to do this is key. It's actually what you need to have in order to turn and look anxiety right in the eye. You have to be mindful. You need to be aware. So this is a huge step because using mindfulness with anxiety is finding ways to actually be with the discomfort, this discomfort that we were trying so hard to get away from for so long. Mindfulness increases the capacity to be with and to fully experience anxiety as a passing phenomenon. And that's important to remember. Anxiety is a passing event. It is not something that is concrete and set in stone for the rest of our lives, but that's how it feels when it's happening. And that's why we react and behave and respond in the ways that we do. Of course, we would want to get away from it when it feels that strong and that permanent. The new path of mindfulness teaches how to get out of the thought stream, but not by fighting, ignoring, or stopping the anxious and stressful thoughts, but by creating a new habit of moving the attention to something other than the endless passing thoughts in our minds. And that's another point to remember. These things that are going on causing us so much stress, these thoughts and the feelings and the sensations are passing. And the thoughts about that are also passing, just passing through our minds. I like the way that Dr. Ron Siegel puts it. He says, mindfulness is awareness of present experience with acceptance. Now, isn't that a nice way of thinking about it? It brings together so many things that we talk about here at ACP. Mindfulness is awareness of present experience with acceptance. 
Actually, there's so much there. I hope that you could even jot that down and look at it because this is the way out, right? To be able to be in the present moment with acceptance, without judgment. The judgment causes us so much pain. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So when we talk about using mindfulness or learning mindfulness practices, we're simply talking about techniques or exercises that will cultivate mindfulness over time. In this way, we learn how to stay with the present moment, the sensations, the thoughts, the difficult emotions, the feelings that are always arising and passing in our awareness. And I know this is not easy. I'm not pretending that it's easy, but I want you to know clearly today that it is possible. The direction or goal, if you will, is not to identify so personally with the thoughts that go through our minds. And that's a big one. So interestingly enough, when we are talking about mindfulness, helping with anxiety, when we first begin to practice mindfulness exercises or practices, we will get possibly the opposite effect of what we had been hoping for. Often, as we start paying attention to what is happening inside us, we become unsettled. This is because we're actually becoming aware of how the mind has been operating all along. It's not that we're making it different. We're actually just cognizant of what is happening and has been happening all along. And it looks like a monkey jumping from limb to limb and never settling down. I get it. I have a mind too. And I have a monkey mind when I am not using my tools and practices. And I want you to know it doesn't change like flipping a switch. This isn't a one and done event. You don't just learn this information, go and sit down one time and the monkey is gone from your mind. Not a chance. 
This takes practice, and it is a lifelong practice, but it becomes a part of your life, and we'll get to that as we go forward. This monkey mind is why so many people report to me that they cannot meditate or sit in silence. They think that their mind is different. Any of us leaving the mind to its own devices and letting it do as it pleases will experience monkey mind. But with some effort and understanding, mindfulness can help us all have a more calm mind eventually. It takes practice. It's not hard, but it takes practice. Another comment people make when they sit in silence and see their mind is they think they're crazy. Now that's the word they use, not me. They think they're crazy. And so I want to say there's nothing weird here either. This is actually what the mind looks like when it is run amok. When we first sit with the mind, it's wild with what we can find in there. This is all normal. And it's not that you are doing mindfulness or meditation wrong. This is simply what the monkey mind looks like. I do understand that many people need to be moving in order to burn off some of the excess hormonal energy releases from anxiety itself. So it can be difficult when starting out to actually sit for any length of time. So this is where walking mindful meditation can come in and soothe the need to be moving. Another place that you can begin to use mindfulness without sitting in a formal meditation, and I want you to learn a formal meditation, but I also want you to be bringing the mindfulness out into your life, such as with a walking meditation or the second one I'm mentioning here at mealtime. Eating mindfully can be a way for you to bring mindfulness and meditation into your everyday life. It's a wonderful way to begin to use mindfulness beyond the sitting meditation. Another way, and this is a beautiful and very different way, is mindful listening. This is an awesome way to bring mindfulness into your daily life. Simply sitting or standing or lying down and listening to the sounds around you. Listening has its own special quality, and this is of being receptive. We don't always feel like we, quote, do listening, but we do receive listening. So it is a receptive practice and in this way is a completely different way of experiencing mindfulness. If anxiety or fear begin to bubble up with whatever mindful practice you are doing, you can give it some attention by noting it and by saying silently, this is anxiety or this is how anxiety feels. This is a feeling, or feelings pass and are not who I am. Try some of those phrases and see if they can't begin to remove some of the reactivity that you may be experiencing when the discomfort arises. We do this noting and phrasing not to push the anxiety or fear away, but to acknowledge it and let it be there without any need to change it letting it pass on its own as it always does. We want to remember that it always does pass. In this way, we can have the feelings be an experience rather than having us identify with the anxiety. It is an event. It is not who we are. 
Having the experience of the feelings or the emotions and letting them pass is helping to give you the opportunity to be the observer of the thoughts that continually stream through your mind rather than participating with them. In these ways, mindfulness gives us the resources to be with discomfort and not the need to fear it and increase our anxiety by adding fuel to an already raging fire. I hope this has been helpful for you, and I hope it is helping you to see mindfulness in a little bit of a different light, and also to see why mindfulness helps so much with anxiety. And now for today's quote. Mindfulness is the aware balanced acceptance of the present experience. It isn't more complicated than that. It is opening to or receiving the present moment, pleasant or unpleasant, just as it is, without either clinging to or rejecting it. And that's from Sylvia Borstein. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, Be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.